0: This is CliffCentral.com Yeah, baby. Yeah. It's another one of those really great, great days. You're chilling with the best and the best of the building. This is, uh, where's that guy? I like to go by that name sometimes. Um, And I'm not here alone. I'm here with Lesejo Mapanga in his absence. Like his spirit is here. I can feel it. And then, because it's cold, I can feel it. He's here. And then I'm also here with Simpiwe Petros. He's here in his physical form. In the flesh, Baba. I'm out here. No (laughs)
1: ways. Like. I'm busy laughing at the fact that Lesecho is here in spirit. Hey, bruh! I better be seeing Lesecho on the Twitter streets. That's all I'm saying because we're about to have some lit conversations right here at cliffcentral.com. So thank you very
0: much for tuning in. This is, of course, cliffcentral.com. And this right here is uh, Unplugged and in Charge, the Unplugged and in Charge radio show. So, I mean, the hashtag on the Twitter streets is hashtag Unplugged and in Charge radio show. No, it's the
1: Unplugged radio show, buddy. Okay,
0: just hashtag Unplugged radio show. Just like that. Cool stuff. So we, we're going to be um, chatting about a, uh, a couple of things today. Um, and a little bit later on, we also got a really pretty lady in the building. Her name is Sammy Sosa. I'm yeah. sure you, you know a thing or two about her already. Well, well, she's got some some really great projects coming up in the pipeline. And uh, we're going to be chatting about that as well just to get to see uh, you know what's out there and what can we
1: expect um, from Sammy Sosa. Yeah, man. It's going to be proper stuff. I'm really looking forward to it, bro. But before we get into that, Waza, how was the week, buddy? The week was powerful. Lex, I am taking
0: charge. I am unplugged and in charge. Everything that I do these days is, you know, to build the empire one brick at a time. I'm feeling like, you know what I mean? Who can <laughs> stop me, huh? You know, it's a really, really, it's been a blessed week. Um, I've, I'm really positive, man, at everything. Jeez, it's it's just amazing, yeah. What a time to be alive! Yeah, I was having a uh, chat with Gareth Cliff right here outside, and he was saying to me, um, "Out of a hundred, rate your happiness." And I just thought for a moment, And I said, 99 <laughs> And he's like, "Wow, I wish I was that happy." <laughs> what happened to the other one percent, dog? I I just think I I you gotta be you modest. just gotta be modest, you know. <laughs> You just gotta be modest. I didn't want him to feel like I was making it up. So 99 feels like, you know what, there's... There's a hater out there Who's taking a 1% My bro, hey, bro. But it's actually 99.99999 My bro So that hater yeah. Is like Worth like zero point zero 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 one, My bro Alright Alright Yes <laughs> Yeah how, how are you doing man?
1: I'm all good bro Like uh, we're making moves out here That's all I know Yeah it's, it's a beautiful thing When you see the whole squad Making big moves bro. Yeah And that's That's an important thing bro I think we need to really Be intentional with the people We surround ourselves with And we've We've done that bro in the past two years we've done some big things you know interesting enough two years to the day was the first time we walked into Club Central.
0: Wow! Yeah, two years ago this day. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, it's it's all quite interesting, and, and how everything just um, you know spiraled from that day forward. I think today it was an audition, right? Yeah, yeah it was bro. like an on <laughs> a, an on air audition. It was around this time, actually. No, it was over by this time. I think it was at at around ten o'clock. Yeah, if around this time. Yeah. yeah. Wow! It's, it's what an interesting time it's
1: been bro that's all i can say like we've moved and grown so much and i look back on us uh while we were still uh, while i was still trying to push (laughs) honors and uh, push work and uh, do a whole lot of things now we're really just living life on our terms which is a beautiful yeah. thing yeah
0: and then that's that's really a uh, a great thing living life but also living it on your terms the things that you want to do you seeing them um, you know unfold for you yeah. and uh, you can wake up today and decide today i am going to do you know and you live your dreams and then yeah. that's the type of things that i i really really appreciate about life at this moment
1: yeah definitely Producer Spokuzi, how are you doing, man? I'm good, thanks. And you? Oh, all good, man. I just wanted to hear your voice a bit, bro. I feel like I haven't heard from you in a while. How are things going on your side? Uh, look, uh, things are going all right. Yeah. Uh, look, it's been a hectic
0: week. I've uh, been with the weather, most of it. And yeah, as you said, that we mo- we're making moves.
1: <laughs> no, and we're trying, to,
0: we're trying to make the best of, of everything that we have access to. Mm. So yeah, I'm doing great.
1: Big things out here, man. So, Producer Spokuzi, what's on the lineup for today, bro? Look, tonight, I mean, today, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Uh, today we're going to be looking at demystifying steer- uh, cultural
0: stereotypes. This is an honour of uh, celebration of Heritage Day, mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to be looking at uh, visiting at certain tensions that are, I mean, uh, that arise in in society, uh, in our workplaces, whether it's friends, it's family, uh, and um, in, um, that that have to do with culture. Yeah. So we're trying to unpack the whole Heritage Day thingy, and hopefully people will understand why we celebrate Heritage Day as we are a rainbow nation in South mm. Africa.
1: No, it's definitely some important stuff. I mean, we've also got lined up our Unplugged Achiever of the Week. That's coming in a little later during the show. And also, we're going to be discussing some of uh, the current affairs that are happening. One of those things are the Data Must Fall campaign. Hey, man, shout out to Gareth and Tebow for pushing that thing because I was actually frustrated yesterday. I'm like, this data thing must seriously end because, you know, Vodacom usually sends you an SMS to tell you that your data is almost finished. Yeah. These, these bastards, they didn't even tell me anything. Like, <laughs> so last night, like, I didn't realize that my daughter was finished. So my daughter finishes and then it chows my airtime. It the airtime. Then, then it chows the airtime. So now I'm paying for, my daughter's not 149 or whatever for a gig. It's like 200 rand for a gig because it chowed like 50 rand on my airtime at the same time. So this daughter thing is a serious problem. Like, Vodacom Ace. need to wake up. I'm telling, I'm talking to Vodacom now. You better listen. You gotta so- sort yourselves out in a real way. Ace. Real quick.
0: Yeah, apparently, I mean, we, we've got some of the highest tariffs in the continent, right? Yeah, see, bruh. You know what I heard? In
1: India, it costs 11 rand for one gig of data.
0: Wow. 11, 11 ra- rand. What the flip, bro? I'm going to take a selfie. I'm on Snapchat. <laughs> like you You'll Snapchat your whole day, bro. Oh, we bruh. can afford it, here. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Jeez. And I mean, these, and, and uh, especially people with like iPhones and stuff, people with iPhones are always switching off data. Trust Always. There's Trust. always a, yeah hey, 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 hey. No, I gotta switch off my. And it's because you, you've been scarred before. Mm. You know how it is to just lose it all. Hey, you bro. had five gigs last you checked, and then in three days, it's all gone.
1: It's frustrating, bro. And mm. then updates, chow your daughter. And you're like, what the flip, man? Like, updates are only supposed to kick in with Wi-Fi. Why is my iPhone tr- tripping today and chowing my daughter Eesh. at the same time? So, yeah, man, that daughter must fall uh, campaign is a real thing. And I'm Fees fool must so-
0: fall woke up as well. Bro on monday so they made the announcement saying I, I was getting some of the smss from Tux and it was um say, the first sms was saying something along the lines of uh, um the um announcement has been made by the minister and um there's not going to be a fee increase for anyone who's earning um, who at home, they earn less than 600000 per annum.
1: So, yeah, it's trying to cater for the missing middle and um, the people that are on NASFAS already and all of that. I read that. But you know what? Funny enough, I don't get those SMSs anymore. I get funny emails from Tux, and I I, I get frustrated. I want to actually open up my email and read this thing to you because... I'm sick and tired of Tux emailing me talking about how I need to get a Tucky credit card or invest in the Tucky bank account. Guys, fees hasn't fallen. Now you want me to invest in Tuck's and all of that and invest in a different way while you guys haven't even catered for fees. Is that money going to go to fees? Is it, where is it going? Like, Why do I need a Tucky credit card? Have you heard about that? Maybe thing? they're trying to make it safe. Ca- cashless Aye. system. I something. People are trying to make money out of here.
0: Maybe also another thing they're trying to do is if you're eating on credit, then you can eat on credit until you know your bursary pays. Because sometimes that's what happens. Nestfuss is too slow, your bursary is too slow. So what do you do in the meantime? Well, at least there's tax credit. I'm just trying to see you you're know trying to look the at positives. The side. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I cut the email here, actually. Let me read it to you. It says, um, support your alma mater through the Tucky credit card, a normal <laughs> APSA credit card with Tucky colors. What the flip do I want Tucky colors on my credit card? <laughs> the Tucky alma mater fund and the Tuck's scholarship fund. Okay, you see, the Tuck's scholarship fund might be something interesting, but I don't want no credit card that has Tucky colors in it. I, I saw flames at Tuck's. I battled through the most. <laughs> now do I want a credit card to reminisce those flames that I went through? Ah <laughs> 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 I don't want to remember those flames. We're moving on in life. you
0: okay. Cool. Well, that moving on in life. I mean, we're hoping for the uh, the best outcome here. Because now, right now, um, Tux is closed. I think it's not just Tux is shut down. Is Vitz also shut down?
1: Vitz, NMU, UCT, UFS, and UKZN all shut down. Jeez. Within hours after after, after Blade's Blade's announcement. announcement Literally, VITS shut down and then it went to UCT. Yeah. And then UFS started doing things and then TUX shut down and then they were having their own things. Funny enough, at TUX. I saw some videos of what's yeah. happening down there. My
0: brother was writing a semester test. <laughs> EFF guys came in, started singing. They took all the papers, threw them in the air. They yeah, were like, bro. no one's writing semester test. I think if, if I, I mean, if I was about to write a big module, you know, a very crazy module. Because yeah, chemical engineering had some crazy modules. And, and, you guys you had know, those textbooks you're that you couldn't even put in your you bag. Know, you're unprepared. You're so stressed. And then all of a sudden, EFF comes in. I'll be like, yes! I'll would, I would dedicate a song to EFF. R. <laughs> Kelly, you saved me. <laughs>
1: no, but what happens to that, that student that's in final year, that's one module away from Eighth. finishing? You're like, mm. no, this is my second semester test. This is my last semester test ever at tux yeah. and then eff just throw your papers in the air and then worse worse on like the src elections were on tuesday at tux mm-hmm. people were disrupting the election so the elections didn't happen I, I think they did happen but there was security services in there people were trying to pull the fences down then it was like a racial thing i saw another video it's like whites versus blacks the white guys are making like a fence arm in arm the black guys are busy shouting singing struggle songs can i just say something about these struggle songs why are we still singing struggle songs in 2016? Why aren't we making our own struggle songs? These are like apartheid songs, right?
0: Well, I mean, who's the composer? Like, you can't just come out here and say, Yo, guys, I got a new song. <laughs> nah, dog. Let's make a new song for the new struggle. We, we need to get maybe people like Sammy Sosa to, you know, come up with songs for us, you know? <laughs> She's not about that life. <laughs> yeah, I no, you
1: these struggle songs are real. So it's, it's lit on campus, bro. The, you know, Tux even said that they want to cancel the October recess. Then I saw uh, people posting up petitions yeah. to go against the fact that Tux want to go to cancel the recess. But, but
0: I mean, what's, what Tux is saying is that, I mean, the recess was going to be that short anyway. It's like two two weeks or even a week. Now you got that week off when we were striking cuz you didn't attend lectures. How about you come here for what you paid for because we trying to we trying to give you what you paid for. And
1: Okay, it's okay. I, no, under- I understand. That's
0: that's the interesting thing about students. They don't re it's it's like you pay for something but then you don't realize that Hey man, it's you. That's the time, the contact time that you paid for. It's true, you know. Um, maybe it's I don't know. It's maybe because your parents are still paying, or maybe a bursary is paying, so you don't quite understand it that well. But wait until it is a doctor that you paid to. You paid to see a doctor. Now there's a strike, and the doctors saying, "Hey." Um, I can't see you. Obvi- obviously, you're going to feel bad about yeah. that. You're going to say, no, well, I want you to eventually see me mm. because I paid for this. I'm going to
1: make time for you. It's good that you br- you bring the university's point of view. I want to bring the student's point of view, that student that had plans for that week. maybe <laughs> <Nice>. they <laughs> look, <laughs> the, Looking at it from an inter- engineering point of view, I always remember that the week after the recess was test week. Uh. So now you're that week you were going to have to... To push your books hardcore. Yes, now you have the
0: protest time to go push your books. Uh,
1: But you're busy protesting, bro. No, they
0: (laughs) are protesting, not you.
1: Are you not a student? Are you not a student? You can't
0: use, I mean. How long was the protest? Did you, were you there the whole day?
1: I see guys. No, you have to
0: protest with moderation. Know that, okay, (laughs) peak time is 12 o'clock. After that, let me go back to my books.
1: You're a strategic type of student. What about those students that love anarchy? They want to be there for the whole damn time, the whole design, from six to six. I'm striking, I'm blocking off the gate. Sure, your mom
0: said, hey, why are you, why are you busy (laughs) here, jiving, jiving? You know, I didn't pay for you till you can go and jive there. (laughs) Go to class, man.
1: Yeah, no, it's a real thing. <laughs> but it, it is honestly a real thing. And uh, we really need to look into that and really understand the students' point of view, understand the university's point of view at the same time, and yeah. really realize what's the way forward. Because I'm actually worried now. People are striking for free education. Let's talk about this. Free education in 2017, is it really sustainable? You, yeah, you see, this
0: is quite challenging because I mean, um, currently the con- the you know the the economy of the country is not looking very stable. Sure, um, the universities want fees for certain things as well. To to you know, it, there's someone uh, who the spokesperson of Vets was saying that it's quality free education, but like now the quality part when when I'm trying to give you quality education. Oh, she was saying quality affordable. Education because yeah. she's a spokesperson of the university, so she was saying Quality affordable education. So yeah. I mean, the quality part has to do with the facilities um, that you in. You want world class facilities, still, right? You, oh, yeah. You, you want you know a clean a clean um, place to 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 study in. You want nice projectors. You know these a beautiful campus, these, these, nice these. toilets. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. So obviously, um, these other things. There's you know quite a lot of money in the upkeep of them. So so and uh, universities are saying, look, we don't we we don't oppose. Free education. We just wonder where the money is going to come from.
1: Exactly, because you need to pay for lecturers. Interesting fact, actually. You know the all grass at the University of Pretoria. Yeah. How much do you think it costs to maintain? Just I heard r-
0: it was like a steep amount. It's a million rand a year. A million rand a year. Just that piece of grass. Okay, so maybe we can have a vote. <laughs> like, do you want the grass or do you want you know to go to class? <laughs> so, <laughs> so do you want the grass or class? So, I mean. Um, how much of the university should really be going to towards aesthetics and how much should be going towards, you know, um, trying to make sure that education is more affordable because that's just that gross. But yeah. they actually spend quite a lot of money on, on all the, you know, all the, the, um, the plants there. They spend a, mo- a lot of money on the electricity, keeping certain lights on the whole time. Um, they, they spend a lot of money on, um, uh, I'm, I'm I'm trying to think. What are some of the other so-called unnecessary things that they spend a lot of money on?
1: Hey, bro, there's a lot, bro. I can't really think of them off the top of my head, but I'm willing to sacrifice that all of grass, bro.
0: Yeah, right. That, <laughs> like, that, and I mean, that's that, that's just one university yeah. and a million. I mean, try to divide a million by. By thirty thousand, and see how many students would have benefited from that grass alone. Yeah, every single year. I mean, that's a
1: couple of students' fees paid. Wait,
0: I'm actually gonna try and ca- calculate it and see exactly how many students. Because
1: could've. average tuition a year is about thirty k. Yeah,
0: around thirty thousand rand. What? The um, flip. So if I had a. A million rand like from grass students. and then there's thirty students with change. I mean, yeah, about thirty students. Thirty three actually thirty three students and then with yeah, um, bro, Thirty three students could have gotten free education had we just said you know what no to the grass yeah and that's just that grass but i mean there's everything else there i think in general everything costs around three million but that's just for the grass but then the the library was crazy for me i think the figure of the library to keep the library running went into a billion and i was like what what do you guys do with this library You know, and it's, it all has to do with the licensing, you know, all the books, um, royalties that need to be paid to the yeah. people who owns the books, um, um, uncapped wifi for the whole campus. Yeah. wifi's is you know, deep. These, so if data falls, maybe fees can fall too. So yeah,
1: on, in a real way, bro. Yeah. In a right? real way. So
0: maybe we need to really look at, you know, these guys that act like they are our friends, Vodacom and MTN and, and C, You know, they act like they're on your side, but actually if they are on their side. You know, if they were a little, a
1: little more accommodating, maybe fees could fall too. And at the same time, I'm sick and tired of politicians talking. Let them do something. I mean, during the elections, crazy enough, the ANC spent a million on ad, uh, no, a billion rand on advertising. The DA Mm. spent something crazy like 400 million as well. Yeah. That's a lot of damn money just for posters and advertising. Yeah. And paying celebs to represent your political party and all that funny stuff. Fees hasn't fallen, guys. Why are we spending money on funny things like that?
0: Yeah, I I I think the problem is the prioritization. What are people prioritizing Mm. right now? And yeah, that's pretty challenging. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a real thing, bro. It's it's pro. It's it's really it's really difficult at the moment.
1: Yeah, so it's uh it is a real difficult thing. And I think after this, we need to really get in our, our guest Sammy Sosa to come share some of her insights. She's also doing big things with workshops. To cater for the up and coming In the industry as well And then also hear her views on now What's happening in South Africa Because there's a lot happening in South Africa There are a lot of cultural stereotypes That we need to to get into So yeah man, I think from here We're going to take the conversations to the next level
0: This is cliffcentral.com I am a South African I carry the hopes and dreams of my country And the generations to come I know that it's not where I come from but where I'm going to, that really matters. At Sibanye, we believe the future of our country will be defined by our actions today, which is why we are committed to the development of our leaders. Sibanye. We are one. Visit us on Cebaniego.co. All right, we are now chilling with uh, the villains of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Thank you very much for tuning in. This is Unplugged and In Charge Radio right here, and uh, we are indeed now chilling with Sammy Sosa. How you doing? I'm
2: good. Thank you very much for having me.
0: Fantastic. Hey, you got a voice like mine? Hey, <laughs> these other guys are on the lower level now.
2: No, 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 no.
0: Your voice is radio game, man. I'm
2: not listening to the voice. I'm looking at the faces so. All right, all right
0: Holler back Holler back. back Cool stuff So, Sammy There's a couple of really great things That you're doing currently um, And um, there's a project That's coming up In a short little while Can you tell us about that?
2: Yeah, well, I've been away for about two months. I went out to Cape Town to, you know, get a peace of mind, get away from all the craziness um, and the BS. And I think it was really good for me because I got a chance to reflect on a lot of things. Uh, You know, I have a new sense of uh, spirituality right now. Oh, yeah. I'm super sober. You know, sobriety is very important to me right now. That's great. And, um, you know, in between, I I paid a couple of visits down to Joburg and one of the events that I was booked for um, was showcased or based on showcasing upcoming talent I don't think that there's a lot of platforms for young and upcoming artists to actually showcase their talent yeah And it wasn't really for me to judge people or to do anything. It was just for me to witness the talent. And that really inspired me because there's people in the hood who have phenomenal talent. But there's one or two things, Nyana, that they need to work on. And I think it's not just about rapping. I mean, even when I did The Hustle, people really thought that they were out there to rap. But there were challenges, uh, you know, with regards to remixes and collaborations and video yeah. interviews yeah. and jingles. And I think it's really important for people to understand... The industry holistically, not just what it is you're there to do as a rapper or DJ or whatever. Yeah. So um, yeah, I was inspired by that uh, event that I was booked for.
1: So it's like a newfound purpose, you know. You're looking beyond yourself now and really trying to help the next generation of artists.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, you know, while I was out in Cape Town, uh, you know, when you're in the industry, you sometimes wake up and you're trending. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. for
2: the wrong reasons, yes. you know, sometimes you don't even know what it's for, and you know I think that the, the one thing that is really I can swear hey yeah I, I you're can't. free now yeah I'm good <laughs> you know, the, the, the one thing that I think is really super fucked up about the industry is that people are judged based on the surface, not mm. beyond that. you know yeah. we sit in VIP, we sit in rooms like this, and we just base you or base our opinion on what we see. You know, and there's people out there, especially... You know, and I think I've also made the mistake of not showing people who I really am on Twitter and on social media. Mm. Because all I do is just respond to my fans. Yeah. You know, the minute I come out with, like, a serious opinion or a comment about something or an emotion or something that I feel very passionate about, it's like, whoa, where did that come from? This is
1: not you. Yeah, you know what I mean?
2: So, I think that now, you know, the whole idea for me is to come out and show people who I really am, what I'm really passionate about, and what I think is... You know something we need to look at in terms of the industry, a lot of you know what we do is not based on talent. you know they say, "Sam, look, we really want to use you for this. Um, how many followers do you have? Oh no, I only have five thousand no, sorry we can 't use you because mm. you have five thousand uh, followers so it 's not always about the talent it 's about your following it 's about how good looking you are. It's about your reach. And yeah. I kind of feel like that takes away from the uh, the, the essence and the, you know, authenticity. It's of almost
1: superficial, right? Hello. Yeah.
2: Hello. So, you know, for me, I mean, yesterday, it, it's so crazy how, you know, stories that come up in the tabloids and this whole thing of propaganda, it really has brainwashed a lot of people. Yeah. Because till this day. You know, you get people tweeting me yesterday Some and said to me, how can Sam want to teach people about the industry when she's a thug and she's a crook and all that bullshit? Yo. And I was like, hello, Jeez. I'm one person in this fucking industry who has actually done a lot of things in a very short space of time. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I can do this because I've made the most money. It's because yeah. I've experienced the most things and I've been super, super authentic yeah. the whole entire way. I don't think I've ever slept with anybody to get to
1: where I am. Hello. Yeah, yeah. That's an important thing, right? <laughs> Not that, that everybody else yeah, has, yeah. <laughs> but it's a good point to make. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. In a real way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah.
2: I mean, I think, you know, I really wanted to 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 do this workshop To give people just a feel and a taste of what the industry is about I mean, I don't know if you want me to divulge into what You can,
0: yes, please Yeah,
2: so, um, like I said, you know, I was inspired that night out in the hood uh, Really, really dope talent out there I did like a five minute, uh, you know, talk on stage with everybody yeah. But I, I thought that maybe this should become, you know um, or we, we should extend the whole thing, you know so, did some research, spoke to my team, especially the guys that booked me, and I said, hey, let's look at the industry holistically. You know? Uh, so on the 30th of, of, of September, you know, I'll be talking about, and it's not a seminar, it's not yeah. like a three day thing, it's literally mm-hmm. like, uh, half a day, where we look at things like financial management. Uh, the camera guy is, Directing us somehow yeah. Yeah. yeah So there's things like Financial management You know How to spend your money How not to get into debt You know mm. We think that You know This thing of getting 60k For booking Is going to last For the entire month but as soon as it's time to hit the club, the 60K is gone. Within minutes. You know? Yeah. And then there's things like image and PR, how to communicate with your fans and other people, you know? The, the rapport that you're supposed to have. I mean, just because you're a rapper doesn't mean you have to be an asshole, you know? Yeah. Um, there's also things like, um, you know, the the social aspect, you know, how drugs and alcohol is a real thing. You know? True. And it can really, really swallow you immensely, you know? Um, there's other things. I mean, I wish I had like my entire, um, course outline, but it really does deal with everything from contracts to, I mean, you guys. So it's a holistic view Yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a holistic view From
1: before the platform How you prepared Developing the profile maybe Behind the scenes Some of the the bad aspects About the industry Some of the the positive things How you handle yourself How you always stay with yourself In the industry Because that's a very important thing A lot of people Compromise who they are Because of trying to get an opportunity
2: Yeah Yeah. And and that's the point That I was trying to make earlier Is that you know um, There's a lot of people out there Who are extremely talented But are overlooked Yeah Based on maybe their followers or, you know, their looks or whatever the case is, you know And I think that, you know, nowadays, uh, you know, it goes both ways Like sometimes we go to gigs based on lineups But Mm. how many times do we have to see the same people? How many times can we see the same artists, you know? And I think that, you know, for me I, I seriously don't know everything about the industry. I haven't been in here for 10 years. I don't have as much, you know, knowledge as the other guys. I mean, the greats, like your Tebow Touches and so on mm. and so forth. But I think just to give an honest perspective, you know, one of the guys that I asked to come through is Ginger Trill. Yeah. I think he's a phenomenal lyricist, but he's underrated. Mm, now sure. he's doing a tour with Sprite and he's an MC. So it's like, you know, initially he had this idea of being a rapper and mm. being one of the greatest rappers. Yeah. But... Hello There's so much more to him now Why is he not rapping All the time Yeah You know And it's like He's that good That we can put him on features And have him on every remix But why are we not booking him All the time Mm. You know And I think that people Do get it twisted They do think that We live a lavish life Where you know When we're on TV There's a limo I mean Hello I came here in a CLA today by the way by the shit, <laughs> you know it, it doesn't mean i own the cla <laughs> i worked hard to get the car that i have yeah yeah but you know it doesn't mean that that's the only good thing that i have to be proud of you know there's mm-hmm. other things and also there's a lot of shit that comes with it you know i don't have a private life i can't just walk everywhere and say what I want to say or wear what I want to say. I mean, yesterday at the, um, MTV nominations, Shindig, I did not walk the red carpet when I got there. I, I, I had this immense fear of, of walking the red carpet, especially because it was my first time in public, mm, yeah. uh, since I, since I got back and with all the bullshit that's out there, you know, I don't know what caption they're going to put with that picture. Yeah. Hello. And then I, well, you know, I don't drink anymore. So now it's a thing of, okay, dry lemon. Okay, fine. Then I did the red carpet and, It was okay, you know? But you never know what's going to come out of those things and you never know what people are going to say and you never know, you know... What the people out there will believe
1: Yeah No it's a real thing well, My one question for you is How do you protect yourself uh, Going forward Like how do you protect your brand And how do you stay sane Because so many people see, Always want to have an opinion Over your life So for a person That's in the industry Or something that's coming up In the industry How do you always protect Who you are And remain yourself I think that's a, a, a valuable insight Just a taste Of what's going to happen next week
2: I have um I like a, a team of uh, serial killers.
1: <laughs> uh, they out
2: in the south, uh, hardcore yeah. mafia guys. No. Yeah. Well, I really do, but no, no, no. Oh um,
1: gosh. <laughs> I don't know if she's telling the truth or not now.
2: Well, don't get yeah. on that. Yeah. I remember.
0: I remember. Um, Steve Harvey said something similar to that. It's like you know, out here, there's a couple of people that you're gonna try your best. You're gonna try, but they always out here trying <laughs> to get you down. Yeah. You know what? That's why I keep a couple people near me. There ain't no Near the church That's what I'm
2: (laughs) saying That's what's up And maybe I do have Those people And you know I don't even know Like if I really had To do something bad To somebody People will know Not to ever fuck with me But it also comes With other things Like oh Sam Is this that and the other You know what I mean Mm. But honestly speaking You know One thing that I've also Learned is that You know Engaging with with, with Unnecessary You know Tweets and comments And and, Mm. and negativity Is just You know um, Unnecessary You know one of the times that I trended, uh, for that Black Girls Rock thing, which was completely taken out of context, guys. Mm. I don't know if you ever caught onto that thing where I was just all over Twitter. Jeez.
1: Um,
2: yeah, hello. So, you know, <laughs> th- I mean, I don't know if you want me to go back into that thing again, but one thing I learned is that, you know, constantly replying to all the tweets that you it's get not necessary, is right? not necessary. And yeah. it's actually dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so, so sometimes, you know, And and try this one time Like whoever's listening And you guys here in the studio If you get like A really shit comment Or tweet from someone Please go to their profile And just have a look At their entire timeline And their followers It's, it's full of negativity It's full of bullshit They're just hating on everybody mm-hmm. And one thing That I want everybody to remember Is that people who hate on you Are not even doing Anything close to what you're doing They're exactly. not doing better than you are yeah. And you
1: know what the funny thing is I've, I've realized That person's opinion Plus their two followers means nothing to you Hello? Because yeah. they, they don't really know Who you are It actually only means something When you reply Because, exactly. because now Your people know yeah, about them I learned. I learned So that's only adding yeah. fuel to the yeah. fire I, I've learned the hard way also yeah. you know I can understand the, your situation because once you reply to a person's opinion, oh no, fire it's, late. it's late. fire, but
2: there's a lot of things like that i've that I've really really you know uh, learned within this you know very short space of time. I, I thank God that I have my son because otherwise I would have fallen off a long time ago, mm. you know he's one of the reasons why I wake up in the morning, why I do the things that I do, he needs to eat, even if I don't eat as long yeah. as he's good. He's good. And, 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 you know, also, I'm not, you know, judging, you know, other people in the industry. And I'm not saying, you know, shit about them either. But, you know, when you, when you have rumors and things, you know, being said about you, it can only be those sitting with you in the VIP. Yeah. Because, you know, in the club, I'm not chilling with the masses. I'm not yeah. chilling with the fans. It's the people out there who are sitting next to me or at the table. Across from me You know yeah. Yeah. And and you know I, I don't know I think that's also why Now that I've come back I've cut a lot of people out Of my circles mm. um, I, I don't I don't know And I don't even think It's a bad thing I think it's a really Really good thing
1: Yeah because there's power In a small circle That's the one thing We need to realize in life Is that You need to value The people that are Closest to you And once you involve Everyone in your life That's when things get messy Because people are in your life Not for you But rather to get something To bring you down Hello. Which is the sad thing About this this, this industry you I don't... feel
2: like I revived Somebody's career Not so long ago And <laughs> I will not t- Mention names But Hey
1: man but mm-hmm. if you want to You're free <laughs> Because this is on radio It's <laughs> unplugged <laughs> <laughs> Let's
2: just say they wanted to name, or they wanted to rename the target after him. There's some target somewhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trust me, I must fall. Wow. And you know, the thing is, like, for me, I've been single for, for, for well, I was single for a very, very long time. And, you know, for mm. me, it was a thing of, I don't want the drama that comes with relationships. Yeah. I don't want, uh, you know, this thing of, of, of fighting and where yeah. are you and, you know, are you coming with me and so on and so forth. You know what I mean? And nowadays, it's like, if, if I'm with somebody, am I with them for you know, for for, for the love and, and, and are they with me because they really do love me and they mm. like me for who I am and they're supportive and those kind of things. I mean, I don't like talking about it, but perfect example. You know, the reason why my son's dad and I never, ever got married and we were supposed to is because we were f- kind of working in two completely different careers, but when I needed him to be there, he was not there for yeah. me, you know? And it's like, do I date somebody who's in the industry or not yeah. Do I date somebody Who completely gets You know How I feel And the pressures That I have to face And the bullshit That I have to deal with All the time yeah. Or somebody who's a pilot Somebody who's a chartered accountant Somebody who
1: That's the unemployed. question I actually want to ask you now How do you balance the Relationships um, Outside of the public eye How do you keep Your private life private Because as much as you say You don't really have A private life There are certain people That you need to keep away From the public eye Like your son for example How do you manage that You know It's a very tough thing Especially in the position you're in Especially in the life that you live Thing, right? yeah
2: well when i started uh you know at yfm i decided to be extremely open and honest about my life you yeah, know yeah. i i think that yes there are a few people who would find it um quite you know um you know funny for for a young you know woman to have a child and to be in the industry and so on and so forth you know well not funny per se but you know um and i said no i i think that You know, having a child is a beautiful thing. It's an absolute blessing, you know. And that's one of the reasons why I do what I do and why I'm motivated to do everything that I do every single day, you know. And yes, when people came to my show, it was about authenticity. It was Mm. about, you know, just accepting the mistakes that you've made. One of the things that I, that I always, you know, remind people about is that your, your last mistake is your best teacher. Your best teacher is your last mistake. Mm. So you need to learn from these things. And I think that, you know, I mean, people are always saying, I mean, my son, I don't know if you've seen him, but he is fine as <laughs> hell. He will take everybody's girl <laughs> in this room. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and people are always saying you must get him on TV and so on and so forth. And, you know, it's bad enough that he's all over my Instagram. Yeah. But, you know, that's who I am. I love my son. I really do think that, you know, motherhood is something that... It's a blessing, right? Yeah, that I've always wanted to embrace. Mm. and. Like I said earlier, now the challenge for me is to really put myself out there in terms of who I am. People don't know that I love literature. People don't know that, you know, I have brothers who date white Jewish women. And we, like, hardcore SUTU, uh, you know, people.
1: Yeah. You know? That's actually a um, very interesting hello? topic that you're up. Because yeah. now it's talking... Breaking cultural barriers Now we're talking about Something very interesting How do you handle Stuff like that You know You're saying that You need to be The best version of yourself Now when your whole When people closest to you Are throwing shade to you Because you're dating A white Jewish woman What do you do How no, do you handle that Or like for example You had a son And um, might, people might see The fact that You had a son At a young age As and a out problem of yeah, yeah. <laughs> out of wedlock Yeah out of wedlock How do you handle that stuff Because yeah. you Lobo, know
0: you, Lobola just went down Hey
1: man
2: yeah. Hey man <laughs> Don't remind me But I got the brains yeah. Up yeah. <laughs> Look, um, you know, my, my family. I think one thing that I'm really, really grateful for is is the fact that I come from a family that's very well traveled. Yeah. Uh, very well traveled, highly educated. I grew up in Manchester for a very long time. Yeah. So my parents were out there studying. Mm-hmm. Um, three brothers. I'm the only girl. Uh, all three of my brothers are in serious relationships, you know? Yeah. Uh, my youngest brother went to grade college, which is a hardcore staunch, Hardcore. Afrikaans, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, high school. Yeah. And he's fluent in Afrikaans, that guy. Mm. He also dates a Buramesi. Mm. My other, brother uh, Mojak, he's also in the industry uh, comedian doing really really dope things his girlfriend is white she's jewish Mm. um you know my dad is you know a hardcore staunch sutu man but he can speak arabic he knows the entire that is so dope yeah Yeah. i speak arabic with my dad hello and these are things that people don't know and i think that you know even with within my family Uh, Yes, some of them might have been Christian. Some of them converted, and one of my cousins, she convert well, her dad converted, yes, and now she's marrying a Catholic man. Mm. And her dad, who was the one converting, is now like, yeah, you must, you know, he must change his name and his bank account, and we must go to this sheikh and so on and so forth. And the thing about, you know, religion, it can really, really create. Unnecessary tension yeah. and, 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 and bullshit Within you know Families And I think Instead of embracing And being proud of the fact That hey Our daughter's a doctor And she's getting married You know Now we're busy With name changes And all that bullshit When it was never an issue Yeah I don't walk into your home And say alaikum. I don't ever yeah. do that And neither did he You mm. know So I think When it comes to my Immediate family I think we're extremely Open minded Non-judgmental You know My parents are well Connected everywhere mm. I think before I got Into the industry you know, there was never a thing of having to apply. I've never applied to a university in my yeah, life. Yeah. Never. It's just a thing of hello. Yeah. The semesters on the way. Yeah. Do you have a spot for her for this degree? It's, it's already it's been done. done. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know,
2: same with Mr. Great College. I mean, shit. I shouldn't even expose my family like that, but that's what it is. But now, when I got to the industry, that was never gonna happen. Mm. My dad is good friends with the with, with the guys who created or. or it was started up YFM And I never said You know Hey let this be a thing of Can you call Mang Mang And whoever yeah. You know I wanted every single thing That I do in the industry To be based on merit Yeah And credentials And talent You know As opposed to Backdoor shit And you know Hey Here's a short something A short left Or short you, right You know what I mean Short cut Yeah, yeah. So so extremely You know Open minded family And um, you know th- That's like I said I keep saying this Is that I want people To know Every single aspect Of me And who I am Yeah You know mm. Maybe not Like the deep stuff Like maybe What I did last night Or this morning mm. or Whatever the case is But just who I am Motherhood yeah. is important Literature is important I love music You know yeah. I love jazz I grew up playing the piano Like Hello. Yeah, Did you man. know that? Did you know that shit?
0: No.
1: Nobody knew that until Did? now. Yeah. First exclusive right here at Let, the Unplugged Talk Radio. Show. Let's try.
0: Let's try to speak a little bit of Arabic, right? I, no, I think no, no, I, no. We're not gonna do I this. think I've learned Arabic we're, we're from a friend. I'm not too sure if I'm gonna say things right though. Okay. But when I say, Anna um, Bahabak it's it's Anna Bahabakh or something like that. It's something close to that. It's we'll supposed look, to be
2: Well look, um I think
0: supposed to be like hello. We, we
1: can,
2: we can, we can do, <laughs> it is we can, right. We can do yeah, the basics. Thank we, can you do very the much. we can do the <laughs> yeah, basics. We can do the basics. Like the, the salam alaikum and then yeah. you say alaikum salam. Yeah. Alhamdulillah.
0: Like those <laughs> yalla, al- al-hamdulillah. Yes, yeah. yes, that,
2: yes, that's correct. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, even if you don't know the entire language and you're not fluent, you know, just to read up about it, you know, is 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 so important, you know. Um when, I, you know, when I was in Cape Town, me and my dad are really close, naturally daddy's girl. You know, we watch, we watch golf, we watch sports, we watch tennis, we watch movies, mm. we Google. I mean, during the Olympics, uh, there was this highly irritating, Commentator, you know, and we couldn't figure out who this woman is. And we went and we googled who she was, and we realized, okay, she's a diver, and she's been doing this than the other. So just to educate yourself about little things like that yeah. is is actually really important. That's a Hello? beautiful thing because yeah. now you
1: really gave me the solution to all the barriers that we've experienced. Instead of giving us your two cent opinion, why don't you try and understand the other person's point of view? Because when you really do, you won't really criticize them in the way that you are.
2: Well, mm. that's the thing, guys. You know, there's only so much we can say in 140 characters. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I think that one one thing people must understand is if if you really don't understand Somebody's tweet How's about ask Don't misinterpret yeah. What they say yeah. You know And also for me I also don't have to Divulge into What I'm trying to say I don't have to Explain myself to anybody mm. So it goes both ways But also Like if you really Want to know Just ask me Yeah And that's why I will trend it For that fucking
1: It's okay We don't even need To go into <laughs> it You're better You're better <laughs> Guys be, You're better Because you went out of it You survived You're still here Look at you You're still here You're You're still, still love me, me. Yeah Hello. Straight Hello. up Straight up Okay so before we wrap up the show Ladies and gentlemen Thank you for all your nominations For the Unplugged Achiever of the Week This week's Unplugged Achiever of the Week Is
2: Sammy Salsa.
1: <laughs> okay not Sammy But Dennis Ngango
2: yeah. yeah Is he single I don't
1: Hello. know But he's doing some amazing things Shout out to Dennis for the fact that he spoke at the NetBank Talks for Success. That was an amazing thing that he did a couple of weeks back. Yeah. Sharing his story on a platform that's really critical. Ex- and really, really sharing a message to the youth. So, shout out to Dennis Gango for Unplugged Achiever of the Week. Yeah. yeah, man. Keep on dropping those nominations as we go along during the week. And uh, we have a, a crew of people that really look at their nominations and critically analyze the Achiever of the Week. So, well done to Dennis. And until next week, I mean, I'm looking forward to finding out the achiever of the week. Sammy, thank you so much for joining us. Really, yeah, man, it was a lot of fun. We got to really know the real Sammy Sosa out here.
2: Well, I'd like to get to know you guys. (laughs) the hello, hello,
1: (laughs) yeah, man. All
0: right, thank you very much. It's absolutely been fantastic. Until next time, this has been the shortest hour of the week. It's unplugged and in charge on CliffCentral.com. This is CliffCentral.com.